Hey, what's going on, Wes? What's going on, Brian? I don't know, man. Not a lot. It's it. It definitely speaks to the without parole mentality. <laughs> that like, I didn't know your last. You're joining this show today, and I didn't know your last name until about thirty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, uh, my my last name uh, doesn't have a, a nice catchy. Uh, uh, catchphrase that goes with it the way yours does. So uh, you're, I, I feel like you're not alone in that. Oh man, we need to come up with a something that rhymes. I'm West Dylan, and I'm chilling like a villain. That's the best I got. <laughs> there man. you I'm go. Just... <laughs> with, yeah. All right, man. works for me. Let's start the show. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern, rain or shine, host or no host. We just grab whoever we can off the street, man, and we pull them in and say, what are you doing today? Come join us, as we did with Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. Thank you so much for joining us today, man. You're our new Wednesday dude. I'm the dude. I'm the dude. I am the dude. Thank you, Brian. Hello, Brian. Hello, uh, friends. Um... Blown away, man. Thank you for uh, inviting me to do this. Uh, I, I was just telling my guys um, j just a, a couple of hours ago, I've been following your channel for literally longer than I've had a VR headset, and wow. uh, I'm blown away. Thank you so much for inviting me to do this. I mean, I know some of the videos from all those years ago, and the fact that anybody was watching then was just absolutely insane, man. So thank you for being patient <laughs> as the channel grew and evolved, <laughs> and I learned how to do things. Uh, but man, yeah, if anybody doesn't know who Wes is, uh, from, uh, over on the channel, virtual strangers, uh, also you've got a, your, your, your kind of tag is lethal weasel. Maybe you have some people know you, Wait, what the fuck does lethal yeah. weasel, man? Is that just something that kind of rhymed or does it have some sort of meaning? Well, I mean, I was so oblivious to gamer culture when I got into VR, like I, I had literally checked out from gaming. I was a gamer my whole life. I had checked out from gaming, um, with the exception of, you know, playing retro games on emulators and stuff like that. Uh, but when PSVR came along, I got back into it and I was oblivious. I, I just started a PSN account with my, my real name on it. And uh, I quickly learned that people don't do that. So uh, I had to come <laughs> up with something cool. I, I had an idea that I might do a YouTube channel and uh, it rhymed. So uh, we went with it. Weasel, by the way, Weasel is uh, an old nickname of mine from way back high school or please, maybe please tell me it has nothing to do with poly shore <laughs> no thankfully not anything to do with poly shore it's uh well there, there, there's a very uninteresting story behind it but uh dude it, you know weasel weasley it's wesley yeah that that's the uninteresting that. story that's it uh i was no, expecting a long no. uninteresting story bring it on <laughs> man we got some time no. to fill well, I mean, um, it, again, very uninteresting. Um, I used to hang out with my friends a lot, obviously, back in the day. We lived together all day, every day. We, we would take turns going to one another's house. And uh, a couple of my uh, best friends were twins. And uh, whenever we would stay at their house, their, their little um, cousins would always be around. Like It was like, I don't know, their whole family stayed at their place all the time. Uh, but one of their little cousins, for whatever reason, couldn't pronounce Wesley. 
and he always called me Weasley, and we thought it was funny. They started calling me Weasley, and then over time, it just kind of evolved into Weasel, and then uh, and then here we are, all these years later, still still Weasel after all these years. Two interesting comments that I'm seeing in the chat, uh, actually three. Oh man, you guys are you guys are absolutely amazing. First, serial killer, the control alt delete game cat said Westness Day. Is this the new nickname for Wednesdays around here? It used to be Hump Day, but <laughs> now it's Westness Day. West. I like it. Day. I, I, I always wanted my own day. <laughs> you got it, man. Uh, we got Q2C VR gamer with the five dollar tip. Says, "Good to see a fellow stranger up there." I'm assuming a friend of yours. Yeah, that's Mash Daddy. That's my uh, my. my uh, good friend that is uh my co-host he's my wes so like he comes in on our channel for the wednesday show and uh he's also the head of his own community uh over on the q2c channel both on youtube and facebook and uh those guys are uh growing out of control so uh what's up eric thanks for joining us nice and derail gaming best comment so far today wes is hot <laughs> thank you d-rail you're hot you are thanks d-rail thanks for uh thanks for showing up strangers see qtc vr gaming says how have i never heard this story about weasel right and so you you find it uninteresting the rest of us are fascinated and just going tell us more <laughs> like he <laughs> never asked <laughs> man well, we have uh, you're gonna learn real fast we have a lot more time to kill around here so uh so so boring stories are kind of like where we live and breathe well, I mean, that's kind of our style. I don't know if, if uh, the cats out there have ever caught any of our content, but typically we aim for a 60 to 90 minute show, which goes around three to four hours because of little bullshit stories like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, trust me. And, and, and I, I don't know. I don't know how long you can keep that shit up because we obviously Gamescast used to be uh, every Thursday instead of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It used to be every Thursday at six o'clock. We'd never end before nine. It was like three hour Gamescast. Uh, and I'll tell you, man, it felt like a full day of work those three hours. Like at the end, you're just like, oh, somebody get me a pizza. I'm just going to lay down. Like, <laughs> I'm like fucking exhausted as if I've been on I my remember. feet all day. So, so I, I remember. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for speaking over you. I'm not used to not being the host. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Um, Speak over I remember. me. I'll just keep talking. Trust me. You, you need to butt in. <laughs> I remember your existential crisis when you put the end of uh, when you, uh, put an end to that format for your show and how you didn't know what was coming next. And, uh, and you didn't know, uh, even if the show was going to go on and you were really freaking out about it. And then an awesome, uh, subscriber left a paragraph in your comments telling you that you should do, um, live three days a week. And, uh, you went with it. So, uh, that guy, wait, you're, cool. you're the reason that we did this. I, I might have planted the seed. Maybe. Wow. Wow, I had no idea. Like everything's come full circle. You you planted the seed. You were like, if I get him to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then in like two and a half years, oh. I'll be able to be the co-host on Wednesday. Like you had it all worked out. Beautiful oh. mind. Lights are lighting up. Yarn is appearing <laughs> on corkboards. Shit's all connected. Wes is actually trying to take over without parole. We just figured it out, and he started years ago. Oh, it goes way deeper than that, Brian. Uh, <laughs> you know, you guys have no idea who this mystery employer of AJ is. <laughs> this guy right here and uh my master plan i'll just go ahead and, and put my master plan out there and uh stop it if you can uh, i'm gonna ride this uh this thing here till the wheels fall off sometime 
around the midlife cycle of PSVR 2. And then my ultimate plan is going to come into play as I launch the X-Cats podcast with AJ, Jeremy, Dez, even Michelle, if she wants in on it too, she can come as well. The X-Cats games cast. Dude, that sounds way better. And Dave. Than any, and anything. Dave. And Dave, of course. Dude, yo, baby, you, you got to go all the way back, man. There, there's a Mike Zeller. There's a Joby. There's a Brett Zewilski. You got you to like rally those cats up too, man, and just have like and have it just be this big party <laughs> forum where it's like you just got 17 X cast members across the screen and everyone's talking at once. And you're like, I'll, dude, I will sit back and just yeah. laugh and be like, this is perfect. This yeah, is exactly those, how I want to continue guys are, the, yeah, Those guys are before my time. So, uh, yeah. Um, Sorry, sorry. They can apply. They can apply uh, on the uh, on the website. That is awesome. We got Salvador in the in the chat with the five dollar tip. Says, "Welcome, Wes. Sup, cats? Thank you, Salvador. Thank you very much." Well, actually, a lot of a lot of great comments in the chat, man. People people like you. So I guess I I chose and I I chose wisely. Uh, speaking Miles of Dyer, uh, oh yeah, coming through with the the ultimate idea, West for president. I'm for it. I do. I do better than that other guy who claims to be the president of VR. Anyway, he's been running for a long time, man. I don't think anyone's voting. <laughs> no, I don't think. I think you're right. I'll vote for you, Wes, for sure, um, dude. But if but if anybody is just uh, just getting to know you, if this is the first time anyone's getting to see you, maybe it's like maybe we get a little Wes autobiography from you. Maybe we find out like what makes you tick, what kind of games you like to play. Uh, you, I don't know. I don't know well, if you want to you know, start I, there. We we all we we kind of uh, you know we kind of touched on it already. Like I I had literally had uh, no real interest or hobbies in life uh, before PlayStation VR. Uh, I literally I, I bought a PS4 for Christmas 2016 uh, with the idea that the next Christmas I would get the the headset and. Um, after I got my PlayStation 4, I started watching uh, PSVR channels on YouTube. First first was Frank. I got to be, be honest. First was Frank. Then I found your channel. And by the time July rolled around, I knew we weren't making it till Christmas. So I got my headset that summer. And, um, man, I, I was blown away, as, as we all were our first time in it. And um, literally a life-changing experience for me. It's put me on the path. That uh, that we're walking down literally right now as we speak, uh, but yeah, as far as like what kind of games do I like? Obviously, you and I have a, a lot of very similar tastes. I, I like horror games. I'm more of a uh, a single player adventure, story driven adventure type guy. I'm not really the biggest multiplayer guy. I'm not a big fan of rhythm games or any of the popular genres. Really, not my thing. I like to be immersed in a story, and, and I think that's a lot of the reason why Sony. PlayStation, PlayStation VR, why, why their exclusives speak to me so much? Because uh, at, at the end of the day, I feel like uh, storytelling is is kind of job one with, with those guys. Yeah, no, I totally agree, man. Uh, and actually, I, I do blame VR. I blame VR for changing me. And I actually changed, with, I blame without parole a little bit too, um, because I was 100%. I mean, obviously all about horror always will be. That's never going to change. But like single player story driven adventure games were where I lived and breathed. Like that was my favorite thing. Uh, and now if a game doesn't have multiplayer, I'm sort of like everybody else out there. Who's like, man, this would have been better with co-op. <laughs> like there's always that nagging thing in the back right. of my mind where I never would have thought that before, but I'm running around like the, you know, the jungles of song and uh, song in the smoke. 
being like, ah, oh, man, a, fr- a friend to take down these beasts with would be way cooler. Yeah, I totally agree. And um, I guess that is a, a very astute point and, uh, a, you know, something we should specify. Like, when I say I'm not a multiplayer gamer, I guess I'm not a competitive multiplayer. I'm not a Call of Duty guy, right? right. Like, co-op, uh, a thousand percent, especially since I got into VR. But co-op's like... Um, Co-op is to VR games like bacon is to food. It just makes everything better. And generally, <laughs> whenever we when we critique a game, it's the first thing that we ask for always is yeah. co-op. So hopefully uh, these devs are taking note and uh, some of these Gen 2 games are going to, uh, to, to allow us to bring our friends along. Hell yeah, man. All right. Well, hopefully we'll learn a little bit more about you as we go, not just today, but over every Wednesday, the next... Uh, the next few months, the next few years. We'll see how this goes. Um, if it doesn't go well, then maybe this will be it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Always going to keep Wes on his toes, though. Can't let him get too comfortable. That's my MO. Got to earn my place. Uh, Felipe, so vain he definitely thinks the show is about him, Yeras, which is one of the greatest screen names I've ever seen in my life with a $5 tip says, Westman, congrats. Thank you. Thank you, Felipe. Let me ask you, Felipe, is Kyle here? I bet he's not here, is he? Like these guys, Felipe and Kyle go back and forth in our chat all the time. It's a, it's a, it's a contest between them. Who's the uh, the better community member? And right now, Felipe's here. So uh, thank you, Felipe. Awesome. I mean, you have to be an awesome community member to step outside the community to see the host that you wanted to see. Um, yeah. I mean, we're all. We're, I mean, I do like to think that VR is like one big happy community. Um, and that we're all just like extensions of each other. And, uh, you know, we all have like little things that we focus on, little things that we love. Um, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm super excited for this next generation, man. I can't wait to see what it does for your channel, for my channel, uh, for everybody's channel. Like, I think it's going to be, it's kind of crazy that like VR allowed like all of these new YouTubers to sort of get into the fold and, and, and start thriving. Uh, and, and we're all kind of like coming up together. So it's going to be real cool, man. I'm really excited to see what happens. Yeah, I was just talking. I, I talk about this all the time with everyone, but it, literally I was just having this conversation yesterday with someone. Uh, it really is a family atmosphere. And even when you meet people, meet people for the first time uh, from within our you know little YouTube bubble here, it's like it's like we already know one another just from, you know, the content from seeing each other on social media. It's like I know all these people who I've never met or spoken to before. Move Master Mick, the shape throwing PSVR game cap ran with the five quid. Says only one question remains. How well can West throw some shapes? Hashtag new era, hashtag life in the old girl yet. Roll on PSVR two, happy days. I bet you can throw shapes with the well, best. Uh, I I would I would bet that I can, uh, but I'm gonna be <laughs> honest, I have no idea what that means. So sorry, man. I, as far as Shake I know, thrower. yeah, Move Master Mick uh, had to teach us all uh, that that's an expression for uh, for for like dancing, to, like showing off your dance moves. Oh no, terrible! I'm terrible at that. But although I do feel uh, when I'm playing, um, of course, I'm gonna have a, a brain fart right now. The uh, the rhythm game with the uh, the spheres that fly at you. Synth Riders. When I'm playing Synth Riders, I feel like I'm a good dancer. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure I look uh, incredibly uh, crazy in real life. Oh, dude, we all do. I remember the first time I played DDR, which was just like, I mean, I, I don't know. If there's, I think the people who are really good at v- DDR, like the people who are crazy good, look amazing when they play. 
but no, like not a single one of my friends, like all of us have just looked like my, my, my old friend, Danny, I, I think explained it perfectly. He's like, y'all look like Godzilla on a treadmill. Yeah. Those guys, they, they make me tired just watching them play. So, uh, yeah, definitely not my, my style. Uh, Wes, let's get into some news. Uh, this week was uh, supposed to be pretty good for PSVR games, uh, and half of it ended up coming to fruition. And the, the half that uh, we're still excited about <laughs> is is Moss Book Two, which not only is uh, is coming out tomorrow, it's coming out at midnight tonight. Which was, I think, sort of I don't know if that was a surprise announcement. I certainly didn't know ahead of time. They'd been saying the uh, the thirty first for a really long time, but what they hadn't said was the price. Or when on the 31st, and apparently it's at midnight, uh, which is like, I think, yeah, so like 9 p.m. Pacific, midnight over here. Uh, dude, we're just hours away from Moss Book 2. Uh, I mean, are you, uh, are you a Moss fan? I am a Moss fan. In fact, uh, I streamed it in its entirely, entirety last night on our channel. Um, just in preparation for this, I wanted to have a, uh, you know, a recent frame of reference. I've beaten the game beaten the game i've finished the game uh on multiple occasions on multiple platforms but it's been a while right it's probably been two years since i've played through it yeah. and uh we we did our psvr refresher last night and yeah it's uh it's moss miss eve chris moss eve it's chris moss eve and uh i can't wait yeah no it's it is fantastic and, and i'm so glad i just did the same thing too i did it on a, on a without parole uh I, I just streamed the entire game from start to finish did all the twilight garden i believe i did the twilight garden um i'd only done the first chunk of it and so doing uh part two and three was of that dlc uh was the first time for me uh and it really does feel great and i love that they added a new boss uh for the twilight garden dlc uh and you know it just it just feels like a, a real complete game even though it only clocks in around well, for like four and a half hours for me um, and, and the, the weird thing is, is that I didn't have tornado the first time I played Moss, I didn't have my cat. Okay. And so I didn't have like this connection to pets or creatures or anything. And I think, and I feel like I missed out on something the first time around. And then this time I've had now had tornado for almost two years. It's been something like that. And, uh, and, and so I, I looked at Quill differently. Like I looked at her, like I was, like I was her protector. Like she needed me, like, like, you know, when, when tornado you know, I can't, I would never let Tornado out of the apartment or uh, be attacked by a dog or, or, or an eagle or anything, you know, like, because there's eagles attacking my apartment all the time. Um, and so, and so I just, I just looked at Quill differently. And, uh, and, I, and so I'm so glad that I played through again and I actually had that emotional attachment this time around. Um, and so for the first time since it was announced, I was actually excited about book two. Um, and so being just hours away, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm glad to hear it that uh, because I think this is something that Polyarch uh, actually did very well with the first one. You know, immediately as soon as Quill comes into the frame, she notices your character, you know, mm -hmm. the reader, and uh, it starts right there. Eye contact, constant eye contact from Quill, always looking up to you, and you do kind of feel uh, like the protector of uh, of uh, the what is I guess the the, the lead character of the game. Uh, but I, I think it's a very interesting game, uh, and I think the sequel is just going to be more of the same because most people would describe it as, you know, a puzzle platformer, and the puzzling is great and the platforming is great, but that's really not what makes this game special. It's it's the story, it's the environments, it's the attachment to the character, it's all this kind of peripheral stuff around the gameplay. I feel is what makes the game 
uh, as great as it is. And I'm hoping that uh, we see, we get a continuation with that uh, of that tomorrow. Yeah, I've been I've actually been playing through the game for the last uh, however many hours. I guess I probably shouldn't mention how many hours I've been playing because I don't want to break <laughs> embargo accidentally. Uh, sorry, sirens on my end. And uh, and and because the game comes out at midnight, it's like I, I don't know if I'm going to have a review coming in hot or or, or, or what the deal is. I, I don't think I've ever played a game and gotten a review out as fast as I want to do this one. Um, so maybe I'll just like stream the first hour at midnight and then I'll wake up tomorrow and like do a, finish the review properly, make sure I don't skimp out on it just because it's. You know, the game's coming out earlier than expected, and we got keys later than expected. Uh, but yeah, we won't we won't break embargo, uh, and uh, but definitely stay tuned. We're gonna have a lot more, uh, obviously here on Without Parole and over on Virtual Strangers. Uh, talk, well, I'm sure a lot of Quill in Moss Book Two coverage over the next day or two. Well, this is literally perfect. I mean, uh, th- this day could not have made itself more perfect, just purely by coincidence. Uh, at midnight, when it rolls over to the 31st, it will be the Virtual Stranger's third birthday. We've been around on YouTube for three years to the day uh, come midnight. And not only does it follow up, you know, my first co-hosting session on Here One Without Parole, uh, but now the Moss Embargo literally ends <laughs> right as our next episode of Strangers in the Night goes live. And we were already planning on a big celebration. We're going to be... Uh, giving away a bunch of games. We've got some comedy, comedy uh, lined up. And, and now, and now, um, now we get to give impressions on uh, Moss Book 2 to kick the episode off. Uh, so yeah, you guys, if you guys happen to be night owls at there, out there, be sure to stop by. We're going to give away uh, a copy of Moss. We have some other PSVR stuff we're going to be giving away as well. And uh, it's going to be a good time. Yep. The, uh, the link for Virtual Strangers should be in the, script, the description below, so make sure you go over there and, uh, you know, subscribe, like all of his videos, meet his co-host if you don't already know who they are. Um, he has some, you get some good people over there working with you. Good stuff. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure I've said this friends. a few times already, is, uh, you know, but, um, but... But Virtual Strangers is like one of the other, one of the few other YouTube channels I watch uh, as far as VR content, uh, not... Not because I dislike anyone else, but because uh, you generally when I'm not playing VR games or, or working on the channel, I don't really want to watch content about VR. <laughs> like that's just I'm like I'm, I'm a retro gamer, and like that's what I want to watch content for um, when I'm not doing this. So, uh, so I'm I'm a big fan of Virtual Strangers. I've been over there uh, just once, right? Just once for the uh, for your award deal, which was also like again, you guys do the longest content of all time. It was, it was like I was part of hours. 14 yeah see i can't compete with that shit i can't <laughs> well i mean uh, for what it's worth as usual it was not intended to go that long and uh you know last year for the 2020 show um we went eight hours and i said never again we're not doing that again so th- here comes the 2021 show 14 hours and i say it never again uh, so, uh, you know, fingers crossed we can rein it in a little bit when uh, the 20, uh, 2022 show comes along. Hey, man, let me ask you this. What was your uh, what was your excitement level of Transformers Beyond Reality? Uh, you know, I'm coming at it with an open mind. A lot of people shit on it immediately because it is obviously um, a real shooter. Yeah. And, you know, 
that has become one of the dirty words in the VR space over the last few years. People don't want to hear rail shooter. They don't want to hear wave shooter. You know, zombie shooters kind of getting in that territory a little bit as well. Uh, but, you know, I like Archangel. And when I look at this little bit of footage we have, I do see bits and pieces of that game in this one. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just... I'm choosing to remain relatively optimistic with it. It is from a, a first-time developer, so we really don't have any kind of resume to go on. Um, and I'm not really a Transformers fan, so to speak. So, like, I don't have all this emotional attachment in the IP. Um, but what it does look like it could be a very fun arcade-style game. Uh, but we're going to have to just wait and see uh, because I really I, it could it could suck or it could be great. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. The sad part is, of course, that if anybody uh, has been paying attention, I believe it was this morning. Uh, all my days are sort of just running together right now, so I apologize. Uh, this that uh, Metaphor Interactive is actually Meta M E T A number four, and I didn't actually realize what they were going for there uh, until I just said it out loud. Um, Metaphor Interactive announced this morning uh, that their game, which was supposed to come out tomorrow, <laughs> is delayed uh, indefinitely. Like we don't, they don't have a new release date for it yet. Um, which is, I mean, I guess a little surprising to announce it the day before. Uh, I understand that things can go wrong. Uh, you know, like I, I was saying on our Discord earlier today, that like, you know, people are working on their games to the last minute. We didn't get Moss Book 2 keys until the last minute because they were put, still putting some polish on it. Um, and so, and, but when you do those polish rounds or, or when you're fixing like last minute bugs, you can accidentally break like the rest of the game. Uh, I, I'm not a game developer, but that's how it's been explained to me many times. So I, I, I'm going to guess that's probably what happened, uh, but I, I don't I don't really know. Uh, so this was supposed to come out in December, and then it was supposed to come out at the end of March, and now we don't know when it's coming out. Uh, so I've got, I've got high hopes for it in terms of um, being a fun game. I don't know if it's going to be a great game. I'm just, I'm just a little concerned that these delays might spell trouble. Well, as we always say, um, I'd rather wait for a game than wait for a patch. And if a developer, I, I, I just, I commend them for not giving us another arbitrary deadline only to miss it a month from now. So they're saying indefinitely, good. I think it's just as likely that, you know, um, again, these are new to VR developers and I'm sure they've gotten a, a lot of uh, key requests from, you know, us in the the youtube community i'm sure they've checked out some of our content and in doing so maybe they learned what v, you know a little bit about what vr gamers want from a game maybe they realized oh wait a minute they're going to slaughter us tomorrow uh we need to we need to add smooth turning <laughs> we need to add some locomotion options you know all that stuff we crucify mm. uh, a lot of these first time uh, game devs for maybe they're just polishing that stuff up and giving us options that uh that that we all want from all these games at launch maybe maybe they're going to do some play testing that's always a good idea especially with vr i mean charlie funk in the comment has a great thought uh it says delayed maybe because of moss book 2 and uh i mean when you've only got two games you know coming out in in the foreseeable future uh it, it, they very well could have been like we're, we're going to get slaughtered by this 
I, I think Moss has a great reputation. I think I think Book One uh, is is kind of known as this really polished game and every like universally loved and whatever. And so maybe like they weren't familiar with the space so much. And when they finally realized, like uh, you know, when when you're working with Sony and you and you come up with a release date. You know, maybe Sony's like, well, this other game, Moss, is coming out on the same day. You know, and they're like, whatever, Moss, whatever, we don't, we don't care. And then you, and then you do some research and go, oh shit, we're gonna get crucified. Yeah, uh, if we if we try to launch our game on the same day, it's not gonna work out well. It's it's a good theory. Yeah, um, I don't know if we'll ever find out the answer though. Is PlayStation VR exclusive this one, or or is it kind no, of Steam as well? It's Steam as well. Uh, strangely though, it, it looks like it could be totally a Quest game, and uh, and. As far as if they haven't said anything about Quest so far, which I find a little strange. Yeah, well, they've got. The, I mean, my my thinking was, well, maybe they would want to. Uh, you, know, you know, they're delaying it because of Moss, but Moss is a PSVR exclusive. So, I mean, if they if they're coming to Steam as well, but then again, th- there's other stuff coming tomorrow too on the other platforms. I, I know Alchemy Labs' new game is is coming out uh, oh, right tomorrow as well. If I'm mistaken. I say right on, but also fuck you, Alchemy, for not bringing your game to PlayStation (laughs) VR. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I mean, probably PSVR 2 at this point. You know, probably not PSVR 1. I would say if if they haven't announced it yet, is what I mean. Like, and they haven't mentioned PSVR at all in their in their tweets or anything. Um, But yeah, so awesome. And you know what? And I got to say, Wes, this this is another reason I'm really happy that you're uh, you're here because uh we de- I definitely find myself in the PSVR bubble very frequently. I, I have a Quest, a Quest 2, uh and uh, and I use them occasionally or no longer the first one. I sent my first one to a friend. Um so I use my Quest 2 occasionally and uh, and I enjoy it for what it is. Uh, but like but I'm very very much I don't I don't do Steam VR. I don't I I generally don't touch PC VR gaming or PC gaming at all anymore. Uh and so I find myself in a PlayStation VR bubble. And so it's nice occasionally to get somebody on here who uh does, basically covers all VR uh, as you do on Virtual Strangers. And so kind of like I, I would you could have asked me what PC VR game is coming out also tomorrow, and I would have been like, I have no fucking idea. Like, you could have asked me all day long, and I never would have guessed the Alchemy game. Um, so it's good to have you here, man, to keep us uh, to keep us, keep us us honest. I think that's what we're going for. Well, I'm, I'm certainly uh, uh, honored to, uh, to, to be here and glad to take up this role. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's a curse and a blessing uh, being kind of platform agnostic, uh, on our channel, of course, it, it saves us from those uh, slow times, right? When there's nothing coming out, mm. uh, you know, I'm, like February for PlayStation VR had to be just uh, the worst. Uh, but uh, but at the same time, like m- months like March, like we're going to do game of the week, choose the or sorry, game of the month next week. Mm-hmm. And I, I bet I haven't played half of the games. There was just so many that came out in March. And if, if you're going to cover all platforms, you just can't play them all. There's not enough time in the day. Uh, so, again, it's a curse and a blessing at, at the same time. Um, but let's not get it twisted here. I, I am platform agnostic on my channel. I'm a PSVR guy to the core. Um, my, my first headset was a PSVR. My second headset was PSVR. <laughs> and um, uh, I, I absolutely feel at home uh, right here on the – in the. I was going to say in this chair, but we'll just say in this square. <laughs> nice. Et.2k9.now with the ten dollars tip says loving the Wednesday team up. I think what he meant to say was loving the West this day team up. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh, that's not going to roll you. off the tongue for a while, man. I'm going to get used to that at some point. Um, 
I'm looking at the time and I'm like, you know, it's like we've, we, we actually have a lot of shit to talk about today. And so we may skip, <laughs> we, we may skip one of these stories, but, uh, but I do want to talk to you about Beat Saber, um, because, because I, I think, I think music makes the man. Let's be, let's be honest here. And, uh, <clears throat> and, and I know that there's been a lot of criticism over the, the, the choices that Beat Saber has made, or Beat Games has made for the DLC that they've offered for Beat, Beat Saber. Um, what do you think of yesterday's news that Fallout Boy is coming to Beat Saber? <laughs> it's just more of the same, man. I, I, <laughs> you, you talk about people being critical about this aspect of Beat Saber. Well, count me among them. Uh, I think the soundtrack is horrible. I mean, there—I mean, not completely. Obviously, there's a few good good songs on there. That they did do the Green Day thing, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as someone who, who likes rock, alternative metal. I still feel like these guys are kind of oblivious to this whole side of the musical catalog. And uh, I could literally care less about the, the Fallout Boy DLC. Nope. Um, I think that they could do better, and I wish that they would. Well, I'm going to rephrase that. I would wish that they would if I cared. I, I'm not a big Beat Saber guy, so I really don't care. Okay. You, wait, you're not a big Beat Saber guy? <laughs> nah. No, I'm not. With, with rhythm games, like... Pure rhythm games, I would prefer synth riders based mostly upon uh, the soundtrack, but I also uh, I enjoy the fact that they put you in different levels on synth riders, uh, that, that you're moving on a rail instead of having stuff fly at you. I, I like synth riders a lot better, uh, but if you want to like take the, the broader rhythm genre, I'm more of a res guy. I like Thumper. I like Pistol Whip. Against. These are the rhythm games that I like to play. Uh, I don't like the the uh, the whole chop a block Starship um, Disco format. man light years below the best selling console games. Uh, it, uh, the, the and so no matter how many people out there like are like oh we need this or we need that like you really got to consider that like maybe Metallica does not is not going <laughs> to license their tracks for as little as Beat Games needs them to, um, and so I'm sure that a lot of conversations have happened behind the scenes. Uh, and, I, and I don't want to sit here and be an apologist, but I, I just think that until VR becomes bigger and Beat Games gets bigger, uh, I, I think we're kind of stuck with, with, with you know, we're going to be complaining a lot with each uh, with each new pack <laughs> announcement. Uh, yeah, hundred percent valid points. Uh, and, and for those of you out there going, what, what, West doesn't like Beat Saber? Look, I appreciate it for what it is. Um, it, VR kind of needs that. Um, you know, that tutorial game, so to speak, something that anyone can play. People can pick up immediately. It has a very tactile feel. Uh, it's, it's very intuitive. Anybody can pick it up and play it. And it, and it makes it wows people who have never played VR before. So uh, I think it, it feels that role very well. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. But again, I mean, they are owned by Meta and Meta does have a, a, a shit ton of money. If they wanted to really get behind it, and, and per- I mean, they've got Lady Gaga. I mean, I'm sure that wasn't cheap. Um, True, I but think they, they, they still have to make financially it. smart decisions. You can't just be like, "Well, go pay a million dollars to this artist just because we want him." Right. We know we're never going to recoup that money because uh, on sales of the DLC. Uh, right. 
I don't know. But yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to put my two cents in. As far as Fallout Boy is concerned, I've got really great Fallout Boy memories. Uh, and I loved, I remember just driving around Tennessee listening to From Under the Cork Tree with my roommate. Again, Danny, this is weird. The second time he's come up this uh, episode. Miss you. Uh, <laughs> there's, so, it, and, 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 and I kind of went back from there. Like that was the first time I, I even heard of Fallout Boy was from Under the Cork Tree. And so I went back to take this to your grave. And then, you know, obviously kind of went forward a little bit. Didn't care too much for anything after the, there was like a, they had like a good three or four album run as far as I'm concerned. Um, and so I'm, I'm happy that this is closer to the type of music that I like to listen to. I'm like, I'm an emo kid that never grew up and like, I'm, and I'm, and I'm happy enough with this. Um, I'm happier with this than more monster cat or more, uh, Camellia. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, I just don't need more of that. Um, I don't know. Step anyway. in the right direction. I, I certainly would concur with that. Yeah, for sure. Give me, give me your number one music pack. If you could have one, what, whatever it is, man, doesn't matter uh, money. What's your number one music pack? One artist. Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch wow. Nails. A hundred percent Nine Inch Nails. Uh, I would love Clutch. I think Clutch would work well because they could they could pick up uh, the Clutch catalog for for probably not very much money, and it's all so rhythmic and head nodding. I feel like it would be perfect for Beat Saber. Uh, but yeah, I want I want the the downward spiral mm. beat saber. I, that would get me in beat saber if I could play through the entirety of the downward spiral. Yeah, that's, dude. Yeah, I mean, I it's weird. I, I've always th- think about uh, I'm a, I'm a big My Chemical Romance guy, and so the Black Parade or um, Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge or whatever. Like I, other albums are, would be perfect for beat saber. But yeah, I don't think anything would be more perfect for beat saber than the downward spiral. That's a fucking great choice, dude great choice i love it that's uh that i used to just i don't know i would i would almost daily listen to that album just veg out you know close my eyes and put the speakers next to my head and and go on on the trip of that album in its entirety uh i love it yeah i i was i liked i like pretty hit machine and and uh and downward spiral but I, for whatever reason the fragile is is the one that has always been like super close to my heart i fucking love that wasn't that is that two albums? Man, college was a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I think that was yeah two or three albums later. Um, that that was around the time I started kind of um, getting getting away from uh, you know being this like big music enthusiast that I always was. Uh, so I'm not exactly sure, but yeah, I think that was two or three albums later. Right on. Oh, and, and one more thing, um, honorable mention, Tool. I think Tool would be an, an outstanding. Uh, edition because of all the different uh, polyrhythms and stuff that they they build their tracks around. It would be certainly something that would be, you know, make for some very good expert plus level um, beat maps. Uh, but yeah, I think Tool would be very good as well. <laughs> Zombie five one five zero in the chat says thanks. Now I'm going to have to piss off my neighbors by cranking that album tonight. Nice. All right, man. Well, we should probably talk about the thing that's biggest in the thumbnail and the biggest headline that we've got. Uh, and that is that Cloudhead Games, developers of Pistol Whip, just turned nine years old. And the headline is that they are in... You know what? I don't know why I'm allowed to host shows. <laughs> the headline is... <laughs> Is that they have uh, they have new next gen triple A VR games in development and let's let's just kick this off over here on the uh, on the Cloudhead website. Uh, it says, uh, "Hey everyone, we want to kick things off." 
stop taking my words with a bang for our first blog post of 2022 we have some very exciting pistol whip and cloudhead news we are thrilled to announce that we celebrate celebrated the studio's nine-year anniversary just a few days ago. In 2013, we were just a handful of people in a garage, not knowing where the next decade would take us. Nine years, multiple innovations, four titles later, we have weathered the VR storm, we have grown and cultivated a deeply experienced team and acquired bedrock knowledge, which will help guide our next steps. Check out a fun synopsis of our history here. We're not clicking that link, so too bad. I apologize. We don't have that kind of time. Um, go maybe West will do it on a 14 hour stream. Um, new content from Cloudhead is, is is the heading it says thanks to our broader success, we are excited to announce that highlighting three capital A's. We've begun work on new next gen VR titles with a deeper scope and vision. We can't wait to share more of these projects. Uh, more as these projects developed. Our Cloudhead Labs division is also marching ahead with mad experiments, innovative ideas, and an eye on the future of XR. With these ambitions comes a rapidly growing team full of talented and passionate VR developers. To support multiple projects, we continue to cultivate a fun, inclusive, and diversive diversive diverse work culture so keep i shouldn't read things so keep an eye out for our upcoming career opportunities at cloudhead games wes i think most people know uh cloudhead as the pistol whip developers these are these guys are um kind of made a name for themselves uh ac across multiple platforms pistol whip you've already mentioned pistol whip once this show uh when it especially when it comes to rhythm games uh as one of the the best out there but that's not really uh that's not really their pedigree. Cloudhead Games used to be uh, more. They they used to develop games that like I would really have liked to play at the at the dawn of VR. And uh, they're kind of known for their gallery games called the Starseed and Heart of the Emberstone. I think they were called. Did you play those games? Absolutely, I played uh, played through them, finished them both, and uh, that was the very first thing I thought of when I saw this headline. Um, first of all, I think we can glean from this that Pistol Whip in its infinite uh, update cycle is now a finished game, right? They're moving on. They're starting something new. And to me, that's exciting because while I love Pistol Whip, that's not my favorite stuff from Cloudhead. My favorite stuff from Cloudhead was the gallery. Mm -hmm. And they've been asked time and time and time again, even as recently as a few months ago, by me specifically, uh, when are we going to get the gallery episode three? Because episode two ends on a cliffhanger. It is an unfinished story. And they always said that not anytime in the foreseeable future. Mm -hmm. um, their re reply was because you got to understand what the gallery was. The gallery was, um, it was funded to be an exclusive for HTC Vive or a timed exclusive. It was, it was developed to be a showcase of the new technology when consumer VR came along. Uh, and they said they wouldn't return to the gallery until VR had, uh, had taken a, a pretty big step in, in terms of advancement on a hardware level. So now that we're hearing that they're working on next gen AAA VR, and it happens to be lining up with the coming of PlayStation VR 2, Two plus two equals four. This sounds like the conclusion to the gallery. And by extension, it probably means that we're going to get the originals ported in as well. Pure speculation on my point, on my part rather, but 
wishful thinking maybe, but it certainly makes sense in uh, my twisted mind. I, I think it does make perfect sense. Uh, and I, I was always bummed that we didn't get the gallery games over on PlayStation VR. Uh, they were they had announced that they were porting. It's so weird. I remember them saying they announcing that they were going to port episode two over to PSVR. And I was like, what about episode one? Like these things are like they, they're a continuation of each other. And, like, I don't understand what's going on over there. And then Pistol Whip came out. And, I, and, I, and I'll tell you, like not to speak ill of developers that we like, but I was... <laughs> Like, like from from a really selfish standpoint, I was upset that Pistol Whip took off because I was like, "Oh no, this game is obviously so che- so much cheaper to develop and so much cheaper to patch and, and bring updates to than anything they've done prior to this." And and I and, and so selfishly, I was sad because I was like, "Well, this they they have found their beat saver. They have found the the way that they're going to make money from this point on." And, uh, and and I was like, they're they're never going to get back to the gallery, and we're never going to get those ports. But I, I do th- I do think from like a, a creative standpoint, you can't hold these people back. Like they it, they obviously love this style of game, and they consider this, I'm assuming, AAA VR. Which I'm going to ask you something. Jamie out with the two dollar tip says I don't think many developers know what AAA means. Do you, and, and it's funny because we do hear, you know, AAA VR, like, or AAA for VR. I think we've kind of like lowered the bar a little bit uh, when we talk about that. Would you consider, would you consider the gallery games AAA? Well, let, let me start uh, by saying that we have this conversation from time to time on our channel mm. uh, about the term AAA and how it's used. Uh, it's a term that actually in today's, uh, uh, it, it, it's used to mean different things. It could mean the size of a studio or the amount of funding behind it. I typically use AAA as a descriptor of a qual a certain quality level. Uh, 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 you know, uh, when I, when I talk about a AAA game, I'm talking about a a game that has a lot of money behind it, a lot of polish behind it, a big team behind it. Uh, but overall, uh, you know, a very uh, a very good high quality game. Um, the gallery episode two, I think, uh, you know, it's it's maybe a little bit short for what you would consider a triple A game, mm-hmm. but in terms of quality, uh, I think absolutely. I think you know, from a pure graphics perspective, it's still today one of the most beautiful games that you can uh, play on PC VR today, all these years later. Um, so yeah, I think I think that a legitimate next gen follow up to the gallery episode two. Uh, absolutely will be uh, considered by most people to be a triple A VR game. Excellent. Yeah. And dude, if they, and if they do the thing that I want them to do, which you've already alluded to, to get PlayStation VR gamers on board and launch not only the two games, you know, the like uh, PlayStation VR two versions of the first two games in the series, but then also deliver a third game. Uh, it, it would just be, it'd just be an amazing way to kind of kick off next gen to, to see these guys kind of get back to their roots, see something that's <clears throat> this polished, uh, and, uh, and, and and sort of complete the trilogy. Uh, is I mean, did they ever say trilogy, or, or am I just speculating here? Uh, they may or may not have. I'm I'm not sure. It's always kind of been implied, uh, but it is certainly exciting because again, they did say that it, that they would need some new tech to highlight to ever return to the gallery. And we've got now we've got advanced haptics, 
adaptive triggers. We've got eye tracking, not to mention, you know, the amazing uh, 4K HDR OLED screens, which are going to be a first in consumer VR. This certainly fits the definition of what they said they would need to return to the gallery. Um, and I can only imagine, you know, having played the gallery too and, and being awed by it, honestly, uh, I can only imagine what such skilled developers are going to be able to do with this tool set that Sony's giving them. Um, I'm, I'm really excited and I hope that uh, this speculation turns out to be uh, correct. I hope so too. I hope so too. Um, Dead Ringer in the chat says, I think it would be best if they did a brand new IP. Um, <clears throat> I think, I think for a lot of developers who wanted to bring their stuff over to PSVR and it was just like, this is a nightmare. Like this is, this is really hard to make, get our game running on PSVR. This is sort of going to be like the completion of that project. Um, and also I, you know, I think we talked about this before on Gamescast where you always see, you saw Naughty Dog bring The Last of Us uh, over to PlayStation 4. Uh, and that kind of allowed them to come to terms with, like, or come to grips with the technology and, and learn what they could do so that their next game uh, would be, uh, they'd be able to, like, take advantage of everything that they know. Uh, so I've got, I've got no problem with, with the porting, uh, especially since we never got it on PSVR 1. There's a whole lot of us that wanted to play this game or these games. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very happy if this ends up being the case. And I'm really happy that they're just not like resting on their laurels and saying, okay, you know, Pistol Whip was a huge success for us. Here comes Pistol Whip 2. Or, you know, we're bringing Pistol Whip into VR, uh, into VR, into the next generation, and we're going to give it, I don't know, HDR. We're going to give it 4K. I mean, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's, right. it's not the kind of game that's really going to benefit from a visual overhaul. So I'm excited because we need more AAA developers in VR and uh, and if that's what I don't I don't care if it ends up being AAA if it comes close if that's what they're shooting for I'm happy very happy uh, dude yeah, I guess and I, and for what it's worth uh, I'm sorry for what it's worth I shared your same sentiments as well when when Pistol Whip uh, became popular I mean that that's an obvious cash cow that they could ride forever so uh, I'm I'm glad to hear that they're not leaving it behind but moving on to do other things as well. Uh, Twitcher just said in the chat that we've been discussing this game for the last 10 minutes and most of them have never heard of it. Can we explain what the gallery is? I guess I, I kind of, yeah, uh, yeah why, why, since, you, since you've actually played them and I have only wanted to play them, maybe you can give us a little bit of a rundown, give us an idea of what the story is like, uh, what the what the basic uh, gameplay is like. Um, it, it's at its core, basically it's a puzzle adventure. Mm -hmm. um, it's built around, you know, large... Well, let me let me preface this by saying most of what I'm going to say about it is in, is describing the gallery episode two. The gallery episode one uh, was much lesser than in terms of quality, in terms of scope. Uh, it, it was fun. It was okay. Uh, you know, if you were a PC VR gamer, I would suggest that if you're going to pick up two, that you should probably just get the bundle and play through one just for a little bit of backstory. But typically gallery one was just a little bit of backstory, uh, some clever puzzles in that one. But episode two was the one that really wowed you. And it is, um, again, it's a series that that's uh, basically a puzzle adventure built around elaborate set pieces and um, storytelling, you know, the kind of stuff that we love. Uh, it's a science fiction. Um, it's a size like a science fiction uh, I would guess story that has um, has you know some like dimension hopping type stuff in it. Um, 
the story is actually really intriguing uh, and it has to do with kind of, um, you know, politics, not, not like American politics or anything like that, but you're kind of, um, living in the wake of the downfall of a utopian society. So like this planet, this place that you're on, uh, or that you find yourself in rather, um, is kind of in ruins, but you can tell by interacting with the world that at one time there was this grand utopia going on here and there was some treachery, uh, at, uh, at play behind the uh, power structure that ruled this society. And, um, you know, I don't want to give too much of it away, but um, it's a it's a gripping story. Uh, it's a highly, um, I don't know, immersive environment with regards to visuals and sound. And uh, the puzzles are clever and challenging at times. Um, again, just this kind of stuff you and I love, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sing, single player uh, adventures and yeah, I mean, you know, I can I can take or leave puzzles, but uh, but that tends to be the the crux or the core of most single player adventures. So it's hard to kind of hard to disparage that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, you know, we, we were going to talk a little bit about about End Dreams uh, today because they just announced yesterday they secured 35 million dollars in funding and that they are going, you know, they're working on next gen PlayStation VR two games, uh, and they they even said plural games. Um, and so it's it's really just kind of good to see that it's it's like we all we all knew this was going to happen. I think so many developers are so excited to finally move into like an actual next gen headset that like because PSVR two really is the first huge jump for as far as consumer consumer quality consumer affordable headsets are concerned in a very long time. Uh, and so I think I think I think this is exciting for developers and and it's exciting from my standpoint, probably from your standpoint to hear, uh, them, any developer talking publicly about saying, yes, like we are excited about next gen VR. We can't wait to show you what this thing is capable of. We can't show you, wait to show you what we're capable of on this thing, not being held back by any limitations. Does, yeah. does it, does it uh, not I feel like that... I'm throwing shade at quest right now? Cause it feels like that. <laughs> well, allow me to take your, your lead and run with it because I think you're absolutely correct here. I think that, uh, a lot of us, you know, gamers and developers alike, were, were standing this past October at the end of Oculus Connect a bit dumbfounded because we always kind of expected Meta to kind of ease uh, ease the market that they've built up over kind of to, away from gaming into the social uh, platform that they're building. Uh, we all expected them over time to kind of ease us in that direction, but you know, they took a hard left this past October and really didn't focus on gaming much at all. They laid all their cards on the table and, and showed everyone what their plans for VR uh, actually are. And, you know, it's more to do with being a social platform, being a place where people can go to work and socialize. Not to say that they're, they're not working on amazing things in, you know, the gaming area, but for them, it's just another area. And it's kind of a, a scary thing as VR as a technology is coming to this crossroads now. Um, it's kind of scary to think that maybe um, gaming won't really have a champion in VR anymore now that Facebook's kind of getting away from that. And, you know, in walks Sony saying, hey, not only are we, we here, not only are we going to bring you AAA games, uh, but we're going to bring you a device the likes of which the market has never seen before. Uh, I think that developers 
really, really want PSVR 2 to succeed on the levels of Quest and, and then some. I think, um, I think for us as gamers, uh, PSVR is like our hope that uh, VR, at least through the next gen, uh, will remain focused and centered around gaming. Yeah, absolutely. QTC VR Gamer with the $2 tip from like, I swear, 30 minutes ago. I'm sorry. Don't hold back, Wes. Tell him. <laughs> so I think that's... Uh... He's talking about... Yeah, Beat Saber, Beat Saber, like that. Oh, as that as, that? <laughs> as much as yeah, as, as as much as I could could care less about Beat Saber, that guy, uh, he really does not like Beat Saber at all. Wow. So uh, yeah, yeah, that's not a surprise from him. Thank you, yeah. Eric. And then also during the Beat Saber conversation, we got Looper the Underground Game Cat with the two euros says, "Just give me an Apex Twin pack." Um, and uh, and I've got to be completely honest, I have no idea who that is. Like I've heard their name a million times, and I just never looked into them. So. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm no expert, but I think they do kind of electronic music, but, but it has an edge to it. It's good electronic music, not, not shitty electronic music. It's important to differentiate. Yeah. Wes, Absolutely. can you believe it's already time for PSVR 20 questions? How fucking scared oh, are you no. <laughs> of PSVR 20 questions? <laughs> Dude, uh, let me, let me, let me tell you, if I were pitching instead of catching, mm -hmm. I, I would, I would be confident uh, but since I'm the one trying to ask, uh, you know, ask the questions, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to suck pretty hard, but uh, we'll give it our best. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, you're going to rely on the chat. Please chat, help him out, uh, because uh, this is not easy. And, and it's way I'll tell you, I, I, we stole this. We stole this uh, bit from GameScoop uh, over on IGN. They do just video game 20 questions and at home on the couch when I'm watching, I'm yelling at them being like, you haven't even nailed down the console yet. What decade is it from? Like, blah, blah, blah. Who, who made the game? And I'm screaming all these questions. And I'm like, why, why are you guys so terrible at this? Right. And then, and I figured the game out halfway through the game. I figured the game out halfway through the 20 questions. Always. I sit here and AJ's going, you know, AJ, and I'm asking AJ questions. And like, I kid you not. I meant like question 18, 19. I don't have any better idea. Than when I than when we started the game as to what game it is and if it wasn't for the chat, um, dude, I've reviewed almost every single game in the PSVR catalog and I'm still like I just go totally blank before every single one of these games. So uh, I'm 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 gonna hopefully throw one at you that you're familiar with. Um, I can't I can't imagine you. Let's won't hope be. so. Uh, but yeah, I, yes. I would have uh, I, I would. I would be I would have been a much more uh, comfortable in this position yeah. uh, two or three years ago before I started covering the entirety of VR and all the different <laughs> platforms back when, you know, all I was doing was playing PlayStation VR. And, you know, I can remember I remember when the, the PSVR uh, catalog cracked 300 and like like at that point in time, I, I would have had a, a firm grip on this. But now, I mean, half the time you, you when I watch you guys doing 20 questions, I'm like. What the hell even is that game? I've never heard of that. <laughs> well, don't worry. Next next Wednesday, you will be the pitcher and I'll be the catcher, which is not a position I find myself Absolutely. all too often in life. <laughs> um, all right. That's, uh, the, that's the gayest joke I'm going to make today. But only today. Stay tuned because Friday could be way gayer. <laughs> I have no idea. But it, is, it, is, it is hump day, right? It is hump day. So, I mean, it doesn't matter which position you take. Everyone get in on the humping. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock, the clock up on the counter the way that Jeremy likes it and let the questioning begin. R-S-T-L-N-E. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> That's a totally different game. I want, to, I want to buy a vowel and a consonant, yeah, by the way. One did. for everybody. Um, does, well, let, let's, does this game support AIM controller? Yes. 
Oh, well, got to we, a good that start. Goes it down quite a bit. Yep. That's a that's a great start. Um, let's see here. Does this game support multiplayer in any capacity? No. No. Okay. Um, hmm. All right. So it's hard to come up with questions at this point because the games that don't support multiplayer have an awful lot of things in common. Uh, so how do we differentiate these? Um, is this game a sequel? No. No. Okay. Does this game suck? Yeah. Okay. Uh, is this game a military shooter? No. That's fine. Oh, okay. Now, now you're throwing me a curveball here. So, <laughs> no multiplayer. Not a military shooter, and it sucks. So it's not Bravo Team. Um, is this game a wave shooter? Yes. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Did AJ play this game last Saturday on his uh, on his uh, Saturday night uh, viewers' choice? I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you right now that I don't I don't watch AJ streams. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I won't. We we can't count that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, if, if you give me the list of games that he played, then I will be able to answer the question. But no, let's let's keep going. Yeah, I, I, I won't do that. I won't do that. Um, so, um, would you say that the uh, gameplay loop of this game is a fairly unique uh, concept uh, to, to VR? No, I don't think so. Uh, does this game... Uh, would you consider a horror game? Certainly trying. See, I see, I see. Um, did, did this game... Um, is this game available... Well, you might not know this. Is this game available on PC VR? I believe it is available on PC. Yes. Is this game uh, pre twenty eighteen? Let me just double check and make sure I don't lie. I'm not lying to you. Not pre. Oh, I'll have to look. Not pre twenty eighteen. No. Not pre. Oh, okay. I got not pre twenty eighteen. I got you. Um, <laughs> am I allowed to look at the PlayStation Store? By you're the not, way, while I do this, you're not allowed to look at the PlayStation Store. Okay. Damn it. Let okay. the chat help you, man. Right. You you've, you've still got 11 questions and you're over halfway through the time. Yeah. Yeah, I th I think I think that they have it. I think Cerebral Frost and I think that they have it, but um you know, my um you know, again, my grasp on the PSVR library isn't complete, so um I'm trying to think of what I could ask that that I actually know the answer to. Hmm. Uh you know what I mean? Like um like I have no idea if this developer's done other PSVR games or not. Um, you said it is a horror game, so two minutes left, still eleven questions. <laughs> I'm not going to use all of these questions. I'm I'm trying to think of how to narrow this down. Um, Wolveraza says West thinks things out. The timer is going to be an issue. <laughs> Yeah, Arizona Sunshine is is uh you said no multiplayer on this, right? I said no multiplayer. 
so yeah, it can't be Arizona Sunshine. Uh, and it is horror themed. Um, did, did we ask you if it was a wave shooter? I think we did, didn't we? You asked if it was a wave shooter, and I did say yes. Yeah. And you said it sucked, though. Did you not? It's pretty bad. Like, like I don't think Rick Cave, uh, Rick Cave experiment sucks. Chat, can you tell me if, uh, if, if the uh, Sin Studio game right, does it support aim controller? Like, please, someone answer that quickly. How much time do I, I have, I, Alec, Alec himself might be here. Maybe he'll answer that. You've got one minute and still yeah, 11 questions. All right. Does this does this uh, developer, uh, have they done other PlayStation VR games? Yes, that's 10. Have they done any good ones? Yeah. Uh, have they done any melee combat games? They have. Is this game Wraith, Brian Paul? This game is Wraith by Sin Studio. I was 100% convinced that Alec was going to pick this game for himself uh, for this game on Monday. And the fact is that you and I, before the show, uh, I, I said, I said, I don't, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear. Um, and I said, I said, but you and I have very different opinions on After the Fall and Wraith: The Oblivion Afterlife. And so when, <laughs> when I said we may talk about Wraith, you said the Wave Shooter. And I said, not the wave shooter. And so I knew that you were familiar with the game because of that conversation that we had just before the show. Good job, Wes. GG. Very proud thank of you, man. Un- un- thank unlike- you for picking something that... Thank you for taking it easy on me. <laughs> unlike some of my other co-hosts, I try to help and not hinder the process of guessing the correct game. <laughs> so as we all know, AJ's a cheater. He's not here to defend himself. He's a cheater. And, and that's probably why, right? No, just I'm just kidding. Just kidding. We love you, AJ. Thank you. Absolutely Thanks love you. Thanks for showing up, by the way. And Wes, thank you for showing up today. Uh, this, Wes is my new Wednesday co-host, and thank you, everybody, uh, who showed up today and, and, and supported his first appearance uh, or first official co-hosting duties. You, I think you were on Without Parole once before this, right? One time. One, One time. time. Yes, that's correct. It's craziness. Uh, but hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone had a good time. I had a good time, and let's be honest, that's all that really matters. Uh, we want to thank all the people who support us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody who uh, who tips during the show, uh, leaves a comment, helped Wes out during 20 questions, and of course, everybody who sat back didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. Let's cue the cat. And this cue is, the cat, Brian. This is not going to go well. We <laughs> gotta say, hey, what's up to you, old Darth Derail Gaming? Hack the game cat. It's lit up in here also huge follow-up boy fan zach wilder J- jimmy dot i don't know who jimmy dot is but what up jimmy dot uh dark angel sci-fi game cat henry Meow. thanks for the timestamps bud qtc vr gaming doesn't like beat saber we've got et.2k9 that now we've got charlie funk also barb zarkoff the underground game cat people jimmy up the silent hill game cat Meow. when the fuck are we getting affected in vr is it affected Wes, you know, I, as as much as I love to do this shit because uh, and, and try to pretend to do, uh, right, what AJ does, are we getting affected in VR? Is affected Silent Hill affected? Affected. Oh, affected. I keep no I'm affected, not affected. Um, abandoned. I'm sorry. The Blue Box abandoned. Studio game. Oh, uh, do we still think that's real? Like, I don't know. <laughs> have, have they said anything about that this year? Um, I've, I've kind of lost faith in that. For what it's worth, though, I do believe that Kojima is working on a PSVR 2 game. I absolutely 100% believe that. 
wholeheartedly believe that. And uh, we can do an hour on that one day. There's a lot of reason to believe that. Yeah, yeah, I, I really hope so, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Abandon's going to turn out to be, um, but but yeah, it does seem like Hideo Kojima has been very, very interested in VR for a while. And I think PSVR two is going to finally allow him to make the thing he wants to make. He's got a great rep, great uh, relationship with Sony, uh, and I think that that could be, man, that could be really cool, man. Because we haven't seen anything from him since Death Stranding, and that's been a what two years at this point, maybe longer. Yeah, imagine imagine a world stepping into a world that guy created. I mean. It's going to be interesting, if nothing else. Even if it sucks, it's going to be great. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even if it sucks, it's going to be great just to experience the world, right? Right, right, exactly. Right on. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Later. Wow.